Cornerstone Conversations, having a chat with Neil and Matt. Hello everyone and welcome to Cornerstone Conversations. Uh, this is Matt here, Assistant Pastor, and with me as usual, Neil Wright, Senior Pastor. Hello Neil. G'day Matt. How are you? <laughs> good thanks. That's Hi, good. everyone. I like what you've done with your voice. Thank you. I'm going the husky, trying the husky voice on for a bit. <laughs> See how that goes for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So far, so good. Yeah, it's great. Hopefully, uh, <coughs> you won't cough too much. I won't cough too much. Well, now. It's usually good. me. Like, I've run out of water for you I've, too. Bad I've like. got a can of coke here. I think that was that'll do. Good. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. Cornerstone conversations. I can't even remember what episode number we're up to. We've done so many now. We've done over. What was it? Two thousand hours. Was it? Two thousand hours of content. Over two thousand hours of content on our Spotify. Not bad. Podcast this year. That that's includes Sunday messages though. So that's oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. but you know, so when you know, when you get up and preach for an hour and a half, that doesn't take that long to fill out two thousand hours, does it? But yeah. I guess so. No, you don't talk for that long. Anyway, mm. we uh once again we digress from where we're supposed to be, Neil. Yep. Uh leading up to Christmas. Exciting times. Mm-hmm. Uh, is this is this gonna be our last podcast for the year twenty twenty three? Well, it's up to you. I'm is it up to, to me? Oh, is it up in. to me, Neil? I'm happy to come in next Wednesday, but you might be on holidays. Oh, it might be. Who knows? Stay tuned. <laughs> there might be an episode next week. There might not. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I had the I had the privilege of preaching on Sunday, which is why I've got a husky voice. I preached a bit too hard, I think, or something. Mm. No, but um, were you yelling it like it is? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yelling it like it is. Yes. Yeah. Um, no. So on on Sunday, uh, preached a message that was titled "Don't Miss What God Is Doing," mm. um, and uh, used a video that people might have seen before of a group of people throwing a basketball around two different teams, one team in white, one team in black, uh, and you had to count the number of times the white team passed the ball. Had you seen that video before? Now? I had, Matt. Oh, I cheat. Well, it's not cheap. It's it, uh, well, yeah, anyway, moral of the story is that while you're counting the, the passes on the team in white <laughs> and you're focused on that, a dude dressed in a gorilla suit comes out and does a little dance mm. and, and walks off the screen. And most people, if they weren't actively looking for it, would have mm-hmm. missed it. Yes, they would have. And it's very tricky because I noticed like, on Sunday as I was watching, uh, yeah, of course, it's a black gorilla suit. We're looking at the white. And the other team's in black. So it's quite good how they did that. They camouflaged him and yeah. got you concentrating on the white. Yes. So yeah. the point the point being that, you know, sometimes uh, we can be really attentive to things mm. um, and miss other stuff that's going on mm. in the midst of that. And so I guess that that's something that's been really on my heart over <laughs> the last little while, of just being in a space and making sure that I'm not in a, in a space where I am uh, distracted or devoting a whole heap of attention to things and actually missing the opportunities to see God at work in and yep. through those situations because I'm so intensely focused on on whatever it is that's going on. Um, and so, yeah, that was that was really the core of my message on on Sunday was just to to be reflecting about you know the way the way that God w- works and um, and being intentional about having eyes open to see what God is doing in the midst of all the circumstances that we find ourselves in. Mm. Um, yeah, so 
I mean, obviously, Neil, you'd seen the video before. Yes. Yeah. Thinking back to when you hadn't seen the video before, did you <clears throat> did you see the gorilla or the monkey or whatever I they called it? I don't think so. I can't remember seeing it. Yeah. And then seeing it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, there's a monkey. Yeah, and if you, ha- if you haven't seen it and you want to know, you can jump on the YouTube channel because it's up there now with that, with that mm-hmm. video in there. I, I actually spoke to a number of people after the Sunday, and they still didn't see it even when we watched it to look really? for it. So um, <laughs> that's, that's pretty bad. Yeah. There's some so, wrong. So um, there. Anyway, so it's there. You can jump on. You can have a look at it and, and see and go with the mindset that there's no dancing monkey. Yes. So that you don't see it to start with to get the full effect. Yes. Yeah. Very good. Um, yeah, so then I guess, um, you know, coming up to Christmas, uh, the Christmas story in Matthew and Luke in mm-hmm. chapters one and two. Yep. Um, you know, amazing story of of God at work in the things that he did. And, you know, so just, again, just reflecting on, on the impact of of God at work in the different main characters of that story. Yep. Um, so from memory, you talk about Mary? Some, yeah, I did oh, talk yeah, about Mary. Oh, okay, you're going to remember, Neil. Okay. Mary. Mary, yes. An angel appeared to her, so yes. it's pretty obvious. Yes. Then you had the shepherds, the big angelic hosts appeared to them. You had Joseph who had a dream, but you were pondering on why. Yes. Why yeah. did he have the dream after he'd found out that Mary was pregnant? Well, that's Why right. God yeah, what, what, is, what do you reckon on that, Neil? Like, I've just been thinking about that. Like, I guess it was testing his heart, really. Like, God was seeing his response before, yeah. before he told him. So it showed the goodness of his heart. So if God had spoken to him beforehand, maybe it wouldn't have been anything to do with his character when he was saying, oh, okay, it would have just been... Yeah, true. I mean, he still wanted to divorce maybe. her, though, didn't he? But he was going to do yeah, it in put her secret. Away in secret, yeah, exactly. So that showed his heart. Whereas he'd be quite, quite, um, rather than stoning her to death. Or stone, something. well, yes, good yeah. point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that would have been the consequence in that time. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. So, yep. And interesting, so, interesting timing, though. I reckon. Terrible. Yeah, and so you talked about that, and yep. then you talked about the wise men, because you were like. These guys were actively looking. They saw this star. They wondered what it meant. Yep. God didn't turn up to see them, but they were like, wait a minute, this means something significant. And they went in search of why there was this star, and then they followed it. Is well, that about right? That's, that's very good, man. <laughs> Not bad, eh? Yeah, and so just, I guess, that with, with the wise men, just the point that, you know, the star is, is there, it's visible for everyone to see. Yep. And yet it was just the wise men, however many there are, yep. three, more, who knows? Less. There's none now. There was, dead. There were three, three <laughs> gifts that are recorded. Yeah, gold, um, frankincense, myrrh. Yeah. Hmm. No, it was good. That was a good mm. point, Matt. I really liked it. Um, just you know that first part, and it wasn't obviously a main story right. of the message, but it was sort of like yeah, you know, like in all that story, you all see all these people where. You know, God showed up and did something amazing. Yeah, and yep. then these guys were actually actively seeking. Yes, and they were the ones who found Jesus. I mean, obviously the shepherds went there as well, but yeah, you know that. that I mean, the, the the shepherds had a pretty in, a crazy encounter, though. You know, yeah, like the, that's right. The, you know, an angel shows up in the midst of where they are, and it says, "You know, the glory of the Lord shone around them," and and then. Mm. All of heavy heaven's armies <laughs> yes. join them. It's like, whoa! You, you know, if you miss yeah. that, you 
Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. So, but, you know, that's that's pretty awesome as well. But, yeah, very evident that God's working in that, whereas with the wise men, they were, you know, had to be in that space of actively seeking hmm. for it. Um, yeah, so as you, as you said, wasn't my sort of main story. The main story I, I focused on was was a story that lots of people are familiar with, obviously, with, with the Israelites um, crossing over into the promised land on the f- or, or trying to on the first attempt. Um, and, um, <clears throat> excuse me, Moses, or, or God telling Moses to send spies into the promised land to, to see mm. what's going on there and what the land's like and what the inhabitants are like and what the towns are like and what the... You know the land is like is the soil good or is it bad and you know what sort of produce is there and all of that kind of stuff is i guess part of the the steps that god had in store for them um, in preparation for what he had planned yep um you know there's there's um verses i think it's in deuteronomy that talks about the fact that that from where they crossed the red sea um to where they crossed the jordan was a about a thirteen day travel or something like that. Yep. But but it actually took the nation of Israel twelve months to get from from crossing the Red Sea when God had just miraculously divided the sea and let them through and 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 you know, then the ocean fell or the sea fell back down on the Egyptian army and wiped out the whole Egyptian army and stuff mm. like that. Um so there's this twelve month period where God did a whole heap of things of establishing and re establishing Israel as a nation, putting in place structure and Yep. You know, doing censuses of the of the twelve tribes and working out who was over twenty and willing to fight and all of that kind of stuff. So there was this all this stuff that like God was pre planning and providing for them for twelve months while they did this and then Yep. You know, just just this whole thing of you know, they would have seen God's provision and they'd seen the miraculous yep. that God had done to to first of all get them out of Egypt with the plagues and whatever and then save them by crossing the Red Sea and so they get to this point and they have to enter in. Um, and so it just says, um, you know, so Moses sends out these, these 12 spies and they go in and they come back and then they, then they report and, and the people fixated on, on the things that were reported back rather than remembering who God was yep. and what he'd done uh, and what he's capable of. Yeah. Um, and they claimed, you know, so there's one particular verse in, in Numbers 13, um, where they're reporting back and it, and it says we saw giants there the descendants of Anak next to them we felt like grasshoppers and that's what they thought too mm. um, and so this whole thing of you know the the inhabitants of the promised land thought thought that they were grasshoppers and so they grabbed hold of that as an identity and yeah and I guess you know like um, propagated that thought throughout the whole nation of Israel to the point where they decided it was going to be too hard and let's not do this anymore, despite yep. the fact that God they experienced all of this amazing, miraculous Yeah, stuff. Yeah, very interesting. And yeah. it's like, <clears throat> I mean, that's one of those verses that always sits in my heart, that whole thing of what you said, that's where they got their identity. Um, but it wasn't just that they felt, they thought they looked like grasshoppers, so... I'll read the verse uh, 27 and 28 of Numbers 13 that you put there. Um, And so the spies coming back, this is their report to Moses. We entered the land you sent us to explore. It is indeed a battleful country. 
a land flowing with milk and honey, here is the kind of fruit it produces. And they had, you said, like the grapes, where two people had to carry a bunch. Yeah. But the people living there are powerful. Their towns are large and fortified. We even saw giants there, the descendants of Anak. Yeah. And that's who they were comparing themselves to. It. It's not even, it didn't even say everyone was a giant. Do you know what I mean? No, it was like, right. here's maybe a, a small group that are giants, I don't know. But it certainly, you know, it didn't sound like the whole lot of the people like that. <clears throat> um, but that whole thing of then taking on your inferiority, I guess, yeah. and you mentioned that a little bit in terms of the, I think you said, what, 13 days journey. It took them a year to get there the first time. Yeah. Well, then they wanted another, whatever, years in the desert, yeah, 40 years. 40 years. And, <clears throat> but... It was interesting because you're saying, you know, this is a nation of slaves, but they needed an army. And so it actually moved from 13 days from, obviously, Egypt wouldn't have let them have an army inside of Egypt. They were slaves. No, that's right. And, you know, to actually organise, get themselves together, train, whatever you did physically, and then get to that land. And I guess there's still that whole slave mentality that, you know, we... We can't do this. Yeah, you know we're still hopeless or something. Yeah, and I mean that's that's part of the response too, isn't it? I think yeah. um, from memory, it's you know they're, they're saying, "Oh, let's just go back to Egypt. It was much easier there." You yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's just go back to what we're good at. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And yeah. and um, yeah, that not only did they say that's what we felt like, but they projected that on the other people. Yeah, you know, oh, they obviously think the same thing about us. We're we're nothing to them as well. Mm. Um, yet. From what I've always read, the nations ahead feared Israel because of what had happened, like the story had got out. 12 months to get there, so if it only takes 13 days, that story would have been spread there. Yeah. You know, by people, travellers. This is what happened in Egypt. Yep, um, and they're coming. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there would have been that yep. trepidation even in their hearts. Yeah, um, for sure. But, yeah, I really, really like that, madam. just that whole thing of... But are we missing God's call because we're concentrating on our littleness, I guess? Yeah, yep. And I think that definitely plays in the world that we're in right now, you know, where we can easily get caught up in the the world's too hard, no one's listening, blah, 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 blah. Let's just hide. Yep. You know, we're just Christians. We're Everyone hates us. Yep. We hate ourselves too. You know, it's almost like that sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it's that, it's that thing of what you know, what what identity are we are we grabbing hold of as well? Mm. Um, you know, what are we what are we drawing our attention to, and what's getting our attention? Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I mean, the, Jesus' response to that for us is is um, in found in Matthew six uh, thirty one to thirty three, where he says to us, "Don't worry about these things, saying what will we eat, what will we drink, what will we wear." You know where. You know all of the all of the the questions that we we ask ourselves about the physical things that are going on in the world around us. Yep. Um, you know, it dominates the thoughts of unbelievers. You know that question of of you know what's dominating our thoughts. Um, you know, but it says, but your heavenly Father already knows all that you need, mm. and seek the kingdom of God above all else, and live righteously, and He'll give you everything you need. And so that was, I guess, just the first. The first challenge for us in terms of how how do we make sure that we're not missing what God's doing mm. is to, is to be seeking Him first in everything. You know, yep. every every circumstance that we find ourselves in, every 
need, every feeling of lack, every self-doubt. Mm. Um, yeah, that's right. You know, measuring that against what God says we are, who's, who God says we are, you know, seeking him, bringing everything to him in prayer. Yep. You know, not worrying about it, um, you know, handing it over to God. And, you know, obviously there's there's a challenge in that for us to be in a space where we're living righteously, mm. to be yep. actively working at being the best version of ourselves that God calls us to be and not yep. making, you know, stupid stupid decisions on, you know, over self, self-fulfillment self and, yeah, and yeah, that's right. selfish desire and all yeah. of those things that, that we can stumble into. Yep. Um, but just, just to be in that space of seeking God. Yeah. I like how it, it doesn't say live self-righteously. <laughs> yeah, know? no, that's right. Absolutely. Uh, that would be horrible. So, yeah, yeah. Point, point number one in that is to, is to be seeking God first. Yeah. Put him number one. Yep. What was the second point, Neil? Second point I have written down here is don't forget. Don't forget. Don't forget. So remember what remember. God has done. Yeah. Testify. Testify. Yeah. No, that's mm-hmm. it. Testimony is so good. That's it. Um, but even, you know, even in God, you know, if we maybe we haven't experienced amazing things that God's done, but I'm sure we all have actually. Yeah, I reckon. Completely honest. But, you know, getting into his word and reading through the stories of the incredible things that he's done mm. helps to remind us of, of, of who God is and, yep, you know. And the verse that you had there, James one seventeen. Yep. He never changes or casts a shifting shadow. Yep. And um, that's actually in light of that where it says every good and every perfect gift comes from God. Yeah. And it's like, um, yeah, why, why do we think he changes you know, I don't know. Because that's worldly opinion, man. Yeah. That's, we're listening to the wrong voice again, aren't we? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And then, and then, so obviously remember it. So seeking God first, uh, remembering what he's done. And then finally trusting in yep. him, putting our faith in him. Yeah. Just continuing to step into uh, the things that he has for us. You know, being in that space of actively looking for him at work, mm. um, looking, looking to see, you know, what is God going to do in the situation that I find myself in right now? Yep. Um, you know, obviously that doesn't mean free ticket to go and do whatever you want and God's going to use you in that situation because we yep. need to be in that space of, of actively seeking God and, and, and seeking righteously, what, like you said before. what he wants us to do, yeah, yeah but... but you know, whatever situation we find ourselves in, to be in that space of looking for God at work. Yep. Um, you know, ev- even if it requires miraculous intervention, mm. especially when it requires miraculous intervention, don't run away. Don't, you know, because I don't, you know, I, I said on Sunday for myself, for for us as individuals, but also for us as a church, you know, I don't want to be, missing the things that God is calling us to do and for us to then be wandering aimlessly for the next period of time, whatever that is. Yeah. For the Israelites, it was 40 years. It was, it was one year for every day that the spies were in the promised land. Mm. Um, but, you know, I don't, I don't want to miss that. I would yeah. hate to think that I've missed something that has resulted in me just wandering and, you know. Yeah. Rather than rather than stepping into the things that God has for us and the yeah. abundance and the you know, yep. um, and so, so that's, that's yeah. the challenge. Yeah, it is a challenge. 
And I think that challenge is directly of our faith, isn't it? You know, like, um, do I believe God or not? And, yep. you know, that's, I guess that whole thing, sticking close, you'll start to trust him, seeing what he's done, he'll do it again. You trust yep. him and having faith to move forward. And, and when you talked about, you know, not being distracted, there's so many things where we can look at and think God's abandoned us. But yep. he actually never has. And no, there's that right. verse that you wrote there. Uh, be sure of this I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. Yep. Matthew twenty eight twenty. And and to just really remind yourself of that. You know, I mean, I know there's been times in my life where I'm just like, Where are you, God? Like yep. I knew you was always there, but you're still asking that question. Yeah. Yep. It's like, oh, it just seems so hard and then it's like, No, I know you're with me and you draw back on him and you end up getting through some hard times or, you know, having breakthrough or whatever it might be. Um, but it, it's pretty it is actually pretty easy to retreat from faith, isn't it? It is. Yep. Yeah. Do I believe yep. because of the circumstance around me? Or do I believe because I believe in God? And mm. um Yeah. So three points, right, Matt? Three points. Okay. Yes. Don't miss it. What God has for Don't you. Don't miss it. Oh yeah, a, the, well that's one point. <laughs> Don't forget and then trust in the Lord. Trust. trust. Seek God. Yeah, seek God. Trust him. Trust him. Remember. Yeah. Yep. That's about 12 points. Oh, it is, but we've gone out of order and we've mixed it up. (laughs) We're like, what's those things? No, that have different meanings for the same words? Thesaurus. Thesaurus. The dinosaur. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's thesaurus. (laughs) Yes. Yes. We're elaborating. We are. We are. Very good. We're so clever. Uh, any, Any other thoughts of wisdom? As we wrap up. No, Matt, I'd just like to wish everyone a Merry Christmas, those of you listening. um, Thanks for being on this journey with us this year. Yeah, it's been good. I sort of do feel like it might be the last one. I feel like you're going to stay home I feel like next week I'm going to be absent. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But if you're in Darwin, come along to our Christmas Day service. Yeah, yeah, 9.30. 9.30. Monday. I believe that uh, there's going to be a good message. Well, I hope so. Yeah, better be good. Yeah, better be good. So yeah. normally an hour, um, so 9.30 to 10.30, give you time to go home and finish off your lunch preparations if you're having family or friends over or orphans or whatever. Yep. Christmas orphans. Very good. Um, yeah, so it's been good, Matt, and thank you for the year too. Pleasure. Thank you, Neil. It's been it's been a privilege. Yes, it has. Yes. And we'll, uh, hopefully we'll, we won't see you next year, but maybe, well, we might if you come to church. Maybe, but we hope that you hear us. Yes, again looking next forward year. to you hearing us next year. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Excellent.